Hey guys, welcome back to the Scott's Morning Show. It's Friday, November 30th, 2018, and today is the day to mark the departure and expulsion of the Jews from the Arab countries and Iran. So try and find a card for that. Uh, this is like the third time I've tried to fucking record this. I'm having some serious problems with Anchor. I've tried to do it on the computer again, it's just fucking, it's been loading for over an hour, so we're doing it on the fucking phone, um, let's jump into some birthdays here, we got Mandy Pitakina, some, some shit like that, it's not a girl though, it's a man, named Mandy, he's turning 66 today, he played Mr. Tushman in that new movie Wonder, he played, uh, Jason in Criminal Minds, and he plays the groundhog in The Wonder Pets. So, any of you with kids know who the Wonder Pets is. Uh, well, I guess not. They probably don't have that shit anymore. That was probably my first set of kids. That, that was big. Um, let's jump into Kevin Conroy. This man is a very important man. He played the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne in Batman the Animated Series, The New Batman Adventures, Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, The Zika Project, Justice League, Status Shock, Justice League Unlimited, The Batman, Batman the Brave and the Bold, Batman Strange Days, and Justice League Action, and then Teen Titans Go. So if you've seen a Batman cartoon, there's a damn good chance that he played the voice. Uh, Next up, we got Ben Stiller turning 53 today. So he's probably... Probably bet. I don't know what the fuck he'd be best known for. I know him best from uh, the Meet the Parents franchise. Those were pretty fucking funny. Um, he was in Something About Mary. That one's a little older. That was funny. Dodgeball and uh, Zoolander. Next up, we got Chris Waits turning 49. He was the writer for Ants, The Golden Compass, uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars Rogue One, and then he was an un unaccredited director for the American Pie franchise. I don't know how many of the movies they have or how many he did. He did the first couple. Uh, And I don't know what an unaccredited director means either. It means he's just there on set or what? I don't fucking know. Let's jump into some history though. So uh, in 1934, the Flying Scotsman train became the first steam-powered locomotive to reach 100 miles per hour. And then this one's really interesting here. We got 1954. A woman was hit by a meteorite in her house while she was sleeping. Uh, it was somewhere in fucking Alabama. Who cares? And this was the only documented case of a human being being hit by a space rock in the northern hemisphere. And that's all they left you with in the Wikipedia, so I had to dig in a little deeper. Her name was Ann Hodges, and she was not killed. Uh, That's like the first thing you would ask. Did she live? What the fuck happened? Can't believe they didn't tell you that. No, she walked away with severe bruising, but she walked away, so... Uh, what do we got next? We got 1979, Pink Floyd's The Wall was released, and then in 1982, the Thriller album was released. And then 2005, John Satamu became the first black archbishop for the Church of England. So big, uh, 
big day for religious African Americans in England today, I guess. But look at that, man. We went an entire day right around the busiest travel time of the year. We didn't talk about one plane crash. Huh? I mean, that's fuck. You guys are good to go, dude. Jump on that plane. Go wherever you're going. Let's get into some news of today. A pilot for a passenger plane was arrested for having too much blood alcohol. A Japanese pilot was arrested for having nine times the legal limit of alcohol in his system. Now, they measured this shit in however the fuck they do it in Japan. I have no idea. So I couldn't tell you how much alcohol he actually had in our standards. But uh, I would imagine for a pilot, like, you couldn't even use mouthwash an hour before you tried to fly a plane. So I I don't know. But... uh, He was ready in the passenger seat to fly his 244-seat plane from Japan to London. And the other pilot smelt smelt alcohol on his breath. And the cops came and gave him a breathalyzer. He had nine times the legal limit. So he said he didn't drink that morning or whenever the fuck he was flying. He was drinking the night before and he had two bottles of wine. And a pitcher of beer, so... Um, yeah, he's been sentenced to 10 months in prison. I got into a car accident once, and uh, it was my fault. I pulled out into a two-way stop. I thought it was a four-way stop. Dude hit me at like 60 miles an hour, way out in the middle of these onion fields, and fucking my head smashed through the window. I had, like, random nosebleeds where my nose would just start gushing blood for the next couple years. But I know damn well I had over the legal limit in my system from the night before. And my my whole car was filled with beer cans and shit, so I had to try to get them out of there before the cops came. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The, the dude that hit me was an illegal immigrant, and... He took me to court and sued me. I fucking, uh, you know, I didn't fight it or anything. It was my fault. And I had to pay him five grand. He was driving some, like, shitty Geo Metro or some shit. At least I didn't have to pay his medical bills. But, uh, yeah, that cop, man, he must have hated illegal immigrants or something. Because he was, like, I told the cop, you know, it was my fault. I pulled out. I thought it was a four-way stop. And, uh... He was, like, measuring the fucking skid marks and trying to prove that this dude was speeding and the whole fucking shooting match. But, yeah, they didn't They didn't even search my car. I have no idea why. I was... I don't know. I got lucky that day. They. I mean, I got my license suspended for a year, and I didn't have insurance. So I got my license suspended, and I got sued. And this was right when we were having our first kid. And at the time, I was... Like, a buddy of mine had went to prison for a crime that I was pinned to, too. So I thought, like, you know, I'd lost my license. I was being sued. I had a chance of going to prison. They were evicting us from our house. And then we had this dog we inherited that kept jumping um, kept jumping the fence. And then the, the fucking pound was threatening to take all our dogs away and all. It was a bad time. Bad time to have your first kid. But uh, I guess there's never a good time. Let's jump back into it here, man. I went off on a good one there. Uh, We got postal drug dealers. 16 postal workers have been sentenced from three to nine years in prison for cocaine distribution. 
This was happening in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, the post, the postmen, men, people, post people were taking uh, bribes from the dealers. So, uh, but man, they were taking some pretty shitty bribes, like 250 bucks was the lowest bribe they'd taken. I guess if you're just dropping like 250 bucks for one package, that's not horrible. But, uh, yeah, they were doing it because I guess they've had such a bad crackdown in Georgia with the drug war going on that, um, you know, they figured, fuck, who's going to check a a postman? They're fucking respectable people. But I guess what, when they, they started getting noticed because of these fucking poor postmen were getting targeted, you know, the other drug dealers knew that some drug dealers were fucking delivering shit, so they were attacking all the drug dealers around Atlanta, trying to find fucking mass amounts of coke and shit, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, I didn't get into a whole lot of that, but that would be a pretty shitty deal for the people who weren't dropping off packages, you know what I'm saying, you're getting robbed for your fucking mail, um, yeah, I don't know, I never, never really got into the coke, man, I always thought that was a super mild drug, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd watch my buddies spend mass amounts of money on it, and I would always get it for free, because I was around, you know, and, uh, when it was rocked up, it was good, you know what I'm saying, like, you definitely feel the charge for that, but, Shit, we'd snort lines of that shit, and it's just like you want more. I mean, you get a little numb in the mouth, and you're like a little charged. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was always just too fucked up for it to really matter. But I mean, when I would, when you'd smoke crack, you'd be fucked out of your mind, and you'd feel charged. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And I know, like with the meth, you can't really mix mix all the fucking, you know, the alcohol in the pot and the coke, it kind of mixes in, but when you're in the meth, it just fucking takes you right out of it, man, um, but yeah, I don't know why anybody would risk all that shit for coke, I mean, unless you're rocking it up, it's just such a mild drug, I don't see how it's a schedule one narcotic, I realistically think they could sell those coca leaves, and people could responsibly drink that shit as a substitute for coffee, and I bet you this shit would probably be better for you than fucking better for you than coffee, I don't know, it might not be, I mean, I know it's addictive, but so is fucking everything, people get addicted to washing their fucking hands, you know what I'm saying, like, if it was legal, I don't think it would be as big of a problem as it is now, because I think a lot of people would end up just using it as, like, a, a, a leafed tea, you know what I'm saying, it's, I don't know, I don't know, it's like, there's no need for it. We talked about in an episode a little while ago about how prohibition, you know, during prohibition, they ended up alcohol. You couldn't just go and buy beer. It was so hard to make beer because you had to make such large amounts of beer that everybody ends up drinking liquor. And, you know, the liquor is where you get the problems. That's where you fucking run off with the bottle and you're blacking out and getting into fights and breaking shit and everything else where you could just be drinking beer and relaxing, hanging out, having a good time, but, uh, I think the same's true for everything else, coke and opium and all that other shit, if you had it and it's just, it's mildest, you know, 
leaf form, natural form, I think a lot of people would end up just using it like that. And then you got more variety. You know what I'm saying? When we're living in a country where um, only alcohol is legal, alcohol is such a boring drug and it's, it's like a violent drug. It's just, I don't see how, you know, I mean, at least marijuana should be legal everywhere. Because people are different. Their brains work differently. I mean, I take Vicodin and I'm like like a tweaker with my eyes closed running around. My wife takes it and she's like a zombie all vetched out. Like, I mean, I, I have ADHD. ADHD? Yeah, not the ADD. The ADHD. So my brain chemistry is like totally ass backwards. We used to smoke meth and everybody else would be all like twacked out of their gorg and fucking doing all this crazy shit. And that shit just like mellows me the fuck out I don't know I sit there and philosophize about how the world was created I don't I just think they should legalize everything natural mushrooms uh, you know coca leaves opium marijuana especially just everything natural I don't see a problem with it but then you get these drug wars where you're sending people to prison for life and they're trying to cut this shit down to its hardest form and fucking just selling this poison to people and getting kids addicted and it's just like... It wouldn't be a problem. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm not a uh, scientist or a fucking drug doctor whatever. I don't know. Uh, Let's get into our last story of the day today. We've got justice for an environmental activist. So, Berta. Berta, I'm going to fuck her last name up. It's like Kaysiras. I don't fucking know. Kaykers. That's how America would pronounce it. I don't know. Uh, She was an environmental activist in Honduras. And she had been protesting this hydroelectric dam that was going to go up. Uh, In 2016, she was doing the protesting, and then she was found dead in her home. She'd been just shot, like, in her chair, I think. I think it said in her chair uh, while she was at her house, and it was by the construction company. They finally linked it to the construction company. The two owners of the construction company and five men are in custody, so it's a total of seven people. They orchest- the owners of the company orchestrated the hit on this woman, and, uh, yeah, I hope they do go to fucking jail, killing somebody over a goddamn construction project, fuck that. They didn't want the stam going in because it would have, uh, flooded large areas of land, and would have cut off the water supply, and it would have affected food and medicine production in Honduras, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a fucking world run by money, and there's too many people. I don't know what the answers are, but you can't go shooting environmental activists, no matter how much of a pain in the ass they are. I know the builders in California, man. It's constant, like, battle. Like, these 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 building projects get drug out so long, because, like, right before they're about to close, the environmentalists will come and sue them, And then, you know, they have to go to court through that. And then the fire department will come and fucking sue them. And then the fire department and the environmentalist activist, environmental activist, the shit they want counterdicts each other. So it's like you can't make it. You can't, everybody can't win. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 
And that's why house prices in California cost so much is because it's so much like it's one hundred and thirty thousand dollars just for the fucking lot. That's before you build a house there in most of these subdivisions. Just to have the land and all the permits go through when all and now in California, especially construction, they're making these these uh, community builders, these people that are building the large communities, they make them build fucking libraries and and parks and schools and all this extra shit, man. And that I mean, all of that gets tacked on to the buyer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you used to be able to buy in the 70s and shit, a fucking framer could buy a house. A brand new house that he built, but nowadays, like, fuck, framer can't buy shit, dude. Can't buy a shack. It's, I don't know. It's getting crazy. It's fucking crazy, man. I don't know. I mean, my dad told me when he was a framer, he was making $14 an hour in 1970. And it's like, when I was a pipe player, I was making $18 an hour in 2008. You know what I'm saying? House for him was $20,000. A house for me was $130,000. Cigarettes for him was a quarter. Cigarettes for me is 5 bucks. His gas was $0.75 cents a gallon. My gas is $5 a gallon. It's just like, how the fuck do you win? And then they, you know... That's my problem when you get into this raising minimum wage thing. It's like, yeah, okay, we raise minimum wage and that makes it better for everyone that's making minimum wage. But then everybody who is making a little bit more above minimum wage is fucked. Now they're making minimum wage. You know what I'm saying? So now, and it's not like they're going to raise minimum wage and the price of everything stays the same. They do this shit so they can fucking push the middle class out and put everybody in the poverty line. It's all a fucking plan. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling you, I'm not fucking crazy. The government is manipulating this shit. They're out to fucking get you. They're watching you through your TVs and shit. I've, I can see it, man. They're fucking watching all of us. So, you have a good day. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm fucking looking at my first show that I recorded an hour ago, and I still got the goddamn loading screen going, I don't know, I'll try recording on the fucking, on the computer with the microphone again tomorrow, I'll probably have both of them in my hand at the same time, and then we'll see if the other one goes or not, but, yeah, the computer's a pain in the ass, I don't know. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at scotthey86 and like and subscribe and share and write a review and all that good shit for this podcast wherever you're listening to it. I know I'm on like iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, fucking Spotify, all the big ones. So uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day.